You're now listening to a Binge Bull Brain podcast, the show that teaches simple neuroscience-based strategies to ending binge eating, overeating, and emotional eating through the inside-out understanding of your habits. I'm Natalia, your host, and I'm here to help you create wellness without the obsession. Let's get started. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to the Binge Proof Brain podcast. In today's episode, we are going to talk about ways you can channel certain traits or your tendencies that are usually associated with binge eating into more positive behaviors. Um, we are going to talk about some ways binge eaters could turn their vices into virtues. But first, I'm going to start with a short example um, of how I turned my uh, vice into virtue. Then we are going to talk about bigger example from my life. And if you do not like to hear, you know, my examples, <laughs> then sorry. But we have to start with that. You know, a little bit of storytelling is, is important. Uh, but then we are, of course, going to proceed to the main part of today's episode. We are going to talk about compulsivity and other traits. And I'm going to share with you how those character flaws, let's let's call them this way, how they can help you to overcome binge eating. But first, I want to quickly mention podcast reviews. So I just checked that the last review of the Binge Pro Brain podcast is from five months ago from Frau Schwarz from Germany. She left a review and that was the last review that was left for this podcast. So, of course, these kind of messages, they really mean the world to me. Uh, they remind me of why I started creating content uh, in the first place, of course, to make a positive difference in people people's lives. So if you have something nice to say, <laughs> please leave a review or message me directly, because without reviews, this podcast might die. <laughs> Again, it's a cycle of life, you know, things are born, things need to die. Um, so right now, I just wanted to encourage you uh, to leave a review. And if there's um, ever anything more um, that uh, that you would like to, you know, ask about, or maybe you would like to suggest a topic that I could cover in the future episodes, Please don't hesitate to reach out. Your feedback and suggestions are always welcomed. Okay, now we can talk about um, about compulsivity. <laughs> That's the main uh, topic of uh, today's podcast episode. So I kind of believe that I turned my vice into virtue. So for example, right now, my partner is always very surprised that, you know, the moment... Uh, the washing machine stops working, I'm like right away ready to just get up and put the laundry from the washing machine to the dryer. Like I need to do it right away. The same with uh, after eating, I do not leave dishes for a very long time in the sink. I kind of feel like I have to wash them right away. <laughs> They can't be in the sink. It just bothers me, okay? Many things bother me. I believe that if something takes less than a minute... Why wait? Why postpone it if, if I could do it just right away? Uh, I live by the rule, instead of putting it down, put it away. Because many things just bother me and I feel like I need to often also respond as soon as possible. Um, because 
if I don't do it right away, I kind of carry it in my head and, uh, and you know, I, I ruminate, kind of ruminate over it that, oh, I have to do it, I have to do it. And there's always a long to-do list in my head. So I'm just trying to <laughs> have uh, as little of this mind chatter as possible. That's why I like to do things right away. And uh, the same with, you know, my inbox. I like the idea of inbox zero, that whenever email comes to you, you are trying to respond as soon as possible, just to forget about it, just to have it uh, done right away. Uh, and I kind of feel that it is a compulsive behavior, but I channeled my compulsivity uh, in a more positive way, because I used to be very compulsive with, of course, food, <laughs> but also checking social media, buying stuff uh, online and things like that. But right now I, I, I became aware of, of my problem and I channeled it into more positive trait of mine. Uh, and of course, I need to tell you about the biggest compulsive act that literally changed the trajectory of my life. So imagine that it's 2017, I'm just um, recovering or I almost recovered from binge eating uh, and eating disorders and my depression is kind of lifted a little bit, but my life is still miserable. I'm working silly jobs just to make ends meet and I'm living also with my grandma. And one time I just saw a post on a Facebook group <laughs> that, uh, you know, was for people interested in, in horse riding. And um, there was a post um, about work opportunity that you can work as a horse groom in a stable in Belgium. And um, the person, Joanna, <laughs> um, she, she said that, hey, just, just call me. <laughs> If you are interested, but of course, I will not call a person because I'm an introvert with social anxiety. So no, 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 I, I message her. Well, eventually, uh, within maybe one day or, uh, you know, exchanging a couple of messages, she did call me, I did answer and we did have a talk. And can you imagine that within, I think, a week, I was already, or <laughs> sorry, I was already in Belgium. So imagine... I'm living my life, seeing this post on post on uh, on Facebook. I wasn't intending to, I don't know, change job or go abroad, but I saw this message. I saw this this opportunity. I responded to to her post. Uh, then I make a quick compulsive decision that yeah, I'm, I'm done with this shithole in Poland. I just want to escape my reality. So let me just go to Belgium to work with horses. So I dropped everything. I organized my transport. And I went to Belgium by bus and um, just to start my first month trial period as this horse groom. <laughs> and the funny thing is that I had my Tinder uh, Tinder profile turned on. Um, of course, I didn't know anybody in in Belgium. So I decided to, to you know, to start some conversations on Tinder just to... Uh, just to, I don't know, pass some time because I, uh, there were times when I was... After work, I was kind of bored again, no people to see. So I thought like, at least I'm, I will message people on, on Tinder. Uh, absolutely, I had no, uh, I didn't want to date anyone. I just wanted to, you know, uh, just, just talk to people online. That's something that I really love to do. <laughs> but, you know, I get on Tinder, I started having a conversation and I met this guy. And the rest is history, <laughs> because that guy who I met and we were not supposed to go on a, on a date, we just went on a walk to the park. 
you know, this guy is right now my husband and we have a kid together. <laughs> so this one month massively changed my life. And it all started with a compulsive decision to just to just go to Belgium and, and see what's happened. Like, whatever, I will work for a month uh, with horses. <laughs> so this one month, again, changed my life forever, right? My life is so much different. And it's crazy for me to think what would happen if I would if I wouldn't respond to, to Joanna's message on, on Facebook. Like, my life... Yeah, no, no, I, I, I just, it's hard for me to wrap my head, uh, head around how much my life changed just within that month because of the compulsive decisions I've made, like to respond to her message, then to move to Belgium, then to go on Tinder, then, then to accept, uh, you know, invitation for a walk in a park. So that's crazy. And it changed my life forever. <laughs> so that's why I, I'm also saying that I kind of changed my vice into virtue. But before uh, we go further, maybe let's quickly talk about what is vice. So vice is often considered just just kind of a, a bad habit or, or behavior that it can be harmful to you. It can be anything from like smoking, drinking, gambling, but also drug abuse. So vices are... Um, Vices can bring negative consequences to your life, whether it's impacting your physical or mental health. Uh, just it impacts your the quality of your life. But also in the more general sense, a vice can be kind of like a moral failing. <laughs> it is a character flaw that causes you to act in a way that is considered to be wrong, harmful. So vices can include things like laziness, greed and envy. So if you are struggling with vices, I believe that you can overcome them. And of course, the first step is to be aware of your vices and, uh, and the negative consequences that they are having on your life. And once you are aware of the problem, you can start making changes. So let's put, let's put it into the context of binge eating. What kind of character flaws do binge eaters have, or at least they believe that they have? So the first one is for sure compulsivity. They believe they are compulsive with food. Maybe they also believe that they are lazy, that they lack consistency. So at this point, what I would like you to do, maybe if you are, I don't know, driving, then you cannot do it right now. But please, once you are back home, uh, do this exercise and list your bad character flaws um, something that you believe is standing on your way of success so think about what prevents you from overcoming binge eating and for each of those I would like to, to think how this vice could be helpful how it could be turned into virtue you can also think about what uh, what personality traits would be useful for you to have and also you can brainstorm some examples of how you already possess that trait. Because it's never like 100% into something. Like you are not 100% time lazy. You are not 100% time, I don't know, sensitive. Uh, it, it's never like black and white, even though we often phrase it that way. So again, I kind of already did that with compulsivity, right? I told you exactly how I turned compulsivity into something positive because, okay, I'm still compulsive in life, just 
in a in a way that is helpful for for me. So let's take uh, other personality trait that many binge eaters associate uh, themselves with, and it is laziness. So there are a couple of bad things that are associated with <laughs> laziness. So for example, you may believe that you are too lazy to go on a five-minute walk every day, uh, or maybe you are too lazy to do overnight oats for breakfast, and it's going to be easier for you to grab something on a go. Maybe you believe that you are too lazy to read a book that could potentially help you to overcome binge eating. You are maybe too lazy to journal, too lazy to implement any strategies you learned in this podcast. So this is what you believe about yourself. But I want you to question question uh, your belief, right? Are you actually that lazy? Think about it. Would a lazy person drive to three different supermarkets at night to obtain binge foods? Of course, you know, <laughs> I know you too well. <laughs> you don't want the cashier to look at all the to look at you in a weird way because you are buying uh, a lot of junk food. Uh, so you feel ashamed by the amount of food you are buying. So that's why you go to three different supermarkets <laughs> so that uh, nobody looks at you in a weird way. Another example. Would a lazy person leave the house at 11 p.m. just to throw away the evidence of a binge into a public bin? <laughs> Would a lazy person drive to the gas station for some sweets in the middle of the night? No, I don't think so. So I want you to, you know, question your belief about yourself. Um, I want you to find examples that contradict that belief. Find examples that you are not lazy or whatever your vice is. But also what you can do, the other part of exercise, is think about how you can turn this into a virtue, a virtue that helps you to overcome binge eating. So for example, maybe you are too lazy, but you are too lazy to start another fat diet because, you know, you are too lazy to start keto because that would require you to buy new foods, buy MCT oil, read about keto flu and, and so on. Okay, maybe you are too lazy to go to the shop to buy a lot of, um, I don't know, chocolate. So instead, you will just eat oatmeal with um, chocolate protein powder cacao nibs and some banana for sweetness, right? Maybe you are too lazy to make complicated snack, so you are just going to eat fruit. <laughs> you just gonna open a banana because uh, you are too lazy and you don't want to wash dishes after eating. So I believe that laziness is another um, vice of mine that are turned into virtue because I am, the, I am a person who doesn't enjoy baking, you know, baking always creates like too many dishes that you have to wash afterwards. And for me, it's just too messy. <laughs> so I, I rarely bake. I rarely bake. I prefer to just buy um, some baked goods, you know, in a supermarket. Also, I do not cook elaborate meals. My favorite meals are the ones that I cook in the instant pot <laughs> because you threw all the ingredients together and there is just one pot to wash. Uh, I'm also very lazy, so I love fruit because fruit usually doesn't require much preparation. I'm also lazy, so I do batch cooking, so I don't have to cook 
too often. I don't have to cook every day, right? So again, laziness is another vice of mine that I turned into virtue. Okay, let's do one more uh, example of um, vice that binge eaters may have, and that is lack of consistency and perseverance. So let me ask you a couple of questions because you know we are starting with questioning that belief. So let me ask you, would a person who lacks consistency track their food for a year in my fitness pal? <laughs> would a person who lacks consistency weigh themselves every single day? So if you really lack perseverance, why have you been trying to lose weight for the last two decades? You think you're not determined And yet, every single day, past year, you woke up with a thought that today will be a day that you will stop binge eating or you will, I don't know, finally lose weight. So you are determined, <laughs> just not in the area that you would like to be. Probably you would like to be more determined in your recovery. But right now, you are more determined to continue uh, uh, disordered eating behaviors. But we can change that. You can change, uh, you can turn this vice into virtue. So remember, first challenge the thought and then find examples of that belief, um, that belief not to be true. And then, no, wait. <laughs> so first we are challenging um, that, uh, that belief. You are trying to find examples of that belief not being true. But also you can look for ways you can benefit from having that character trait. So think about how you could reframe that vice to your advantage, how you could turn this vice into virtue. Because maybe you don't need to change like your personality traits. Maybe it's not a problem. You can use them to your advantage. Maybe just your priorities needs to change. Maybe you need to be more intentional in your life. Maybe you need to reassess your life values And think about how you can live accordingly to your values, okay? I'm, I'm wondering what kind of character traits have you listed. So if you would like to share with me, you can always message me on social media. Anyways, I hope that this podcast was helpful. Um, and I would love to hear from you. Remember about the review. Thank you so much for listening and see you in the next one. Bye! If you enjoyed today's podcast episode and you would like to stay in touch with me, make sure to follow Binge Pro Brain on Instagram. And if you are ready to take this material to the next level and apply what you've learned, then go ahead and submit your coaching application for my Binge Pro Brain coaching program. Thank you so much for joining me today and have a great day. Bye.